This is the IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 255, solving your problems with the problem solution IELTS essay. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. On today's IELTS Energy episode, find out how to answer the rare problem and solution essay question. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Yo, Jessica, what's shaking? Uh, yo, I don't know if we've ever opened a show like that before. Yo, yo what's I think, up? I feel like we have. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, we're trying to show a variety of greetings, <laughs> introductions. <laughs> is that still cool? Is it still cool to say yo? I feel no. like I feel like it was super cool in the 80s and then no. sort of like retro cool in the 90s. Yeah. And then mm. it sort of dropped off. Yeah, it's probably not. It's I'm sort of just being silly, but <laughs> it reminds me a bit of the Will Smith days. You know, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I feel like that's something oh he would have said. Oh my god, that I used to watch that show totally. <laughs> I had like the whole introduction rap like memorized. <laughs> <laughs> not that I can think of it now, but I don't think our listeners want to hear me rap anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, actually, that would be a problem if I rapped because I'm terrible at it. And And so the the solution is is for me just not to do it. That's not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was writing the blog this week and I was looking for um, some of our resources to put into it. And I noticed that we, we have talked a lot about task two, but mostly about like argument essays, um, vocabulary, mm-hmm. but we haven't really focused on the problem solution essay yet. Mm, good. And this is a common one on the test, right? No, not no, so not common. common. So, um, like 90% of the time, if not more, like 90%. Eight percent of the time, students should write an argument essay. Mm. You put one one side or one opinion in paragraph two, and then in paragraph three, you put your opinion. So we're talking about okay. two sides to something. So that's most of the questions we'll ask you. Like, do you agree or disagree? What are the advantages mm-hmm. and disadvantages? But mm. sometimes this is yeah. like this is like the map question in task one, you know, just like rarely the problem solution questions come up. 
we have to be ready for these rare outlier questions, even though yeah. they're not, obviously we're not going to spend the majority of our time on it, but we, I know that we do have material in our course on this, right, Jessica? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We, in our course, in both task one and task two, we cover every possible question that you yeah. might see on the exam. I mean, yeah. in task one as well, there's nature diagrams and maps and processes and those things are like super rare, but like what if, what if you just, you're like, oh, that never happens. And then you rock up on Saturday oh, and God. it's like the one question you didn't prepare for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, the universe would have it that way sometimes. Right. So, exactly. Um, you must be. And also we'll walk in with more confidence if, if we know that we've covered all our bases in the preparation stage. So yeah, for sure. Totally. I know. What if like you're, there's something that you, you know, you just cut out of your study plan because you didn't yep. think it was worthwhile. Yep. Um, and, you know, this is kind of on a side note because just mentioning the study plan reminded me about our awesome students in our course because lately there <laughs> have been some, like, newer students in the course and mm -hmm. they posted questions like, what, like, where do I put my opinion in the essay or um, should I do this other writing class online and stuff? And our other mm. students post right away saying, Oh, that's so cool. Just don't worry about that. Just follow yeah. the study plan. Just right. do everything on the study plan and you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, we've had more and more success stories. I just listened in on the success story that you recorded with Lillian that's coming up pretty soon here, I think in a few weeks. And again, she said, she, what did she do? She trusted the plan. She trusted mm -hmm. the strategies. The ones who succeed always say that. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's the same with, um, Natalia. I just recorded, yeah. uh, the episode with her and she, that's impressive, guys. Listen up for that in a couple of weeks because Ooh. she was able to raise her band score by a whole band point overall, wow, a whole band point awesome. in just 30 days because wow. she stuck to the study plan. And that was the very first thing she said. I was like, so what, you know, what's your advice? Like, how did you do it? And that's the first thing she said was, I followed the study plan, like <laughs> religiously, like everything on there. So that's yeah. so cool. So cool. I love it. I anyway. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So the point is that we do cover this in our course as well. Everything is covered. All possible writing questions. So we thought that we'd just give you guys some of our ideas on how to answer some of these more, um, more difficult questions that you might mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's do it. So where do we start when we get a problem solution question? So the problem solution questions will um, look like this. They'll be like one to two sentences explaining a problem, an issue, right? Um, usually, you know, some sort of society-related or education-related problem. And then there'll be one or two questions, and those questions tell you exactly what to write in your essay. So, for example, mm -hmm. the first question might be, what are the causes of this? And the second question might be, what are some possible solutions? That's easy, guys. Oh, you put, simple. like, causes in paragraph two, solutions in paragraph three. Okay, no need to overthink it. I think that was another right. theme that I've been hearing lately in our success stories. Don't overthink things. Uh-huh, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, because when students study this essay um, in classes or in textbooks or whatever, they're always talking about causes, effects, and solutions. But that's misleading because questions will never ask you for all three. It's either going to be causes and solutions or effects and solutions or just solutions. So mm. you have to focus 
focus in on those, that last little part of the question, because that, again, it tells you what essay to write. When you invest in a course and a strategy system, you want to know that the strategies will work. One of the coolest things about our course is the three key score increase guarantee. We guarantee that you will see an increase on at least one of the four test sections after following the full study plan for three keys IELTS. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to enroll today. Awesome. I love it. So should we throw out some examples and see how we might approach these? Yeah, cool. Okay. So the first one I thought of, because this is um this is a common topic for problem solution. I've seen it a few times on the test mm. and in lots of practice materials. So um children today are not as respectful in school as they were in the past. Like that's mm. that's true. That's a problem. So yeah. what are the causes of this and some possible solutions? So mm. Lindsay, I'm gonna open the floor to you. Okay. Put you on the spot right a away. Brainstorming. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? I can handle it. Well, some causes that I would throw out there would be maybe they're not learning the respect at home. You know? Yeah. So it's not happening at home. So how can they possibly transfer it to the classroom? That's to true. being in school. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know if, I mean, cause obviously you guys know that I'm a parent. And so, so much of the parent mind is focused on, um, comparing how our parents raised us and mm. trying to do a better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we're always mm-hmm. looking back on our childhoods and being like, okay, like I, I want to be the best mom I could be. Like, how can I do that? Yeah. Um, but there are just are huge differences between the past and now. Like our parents are just mm. like, no, like do what I say. I'm not going to play with you all the time. You can play by yourself, but you know what I mean? That sort right. of like very different parenting style, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and today parents are like, so I don't know, like just talking to their kids about everything. Like instead of just saying, um, like, stop it. That's wrong. And then the kid's like, why? And the parent's like, don't ask me why. Just stop it. Like because today, I said so. <laughs> today parents are like talking through everything. Like, well, yeah. son, it, it, it and having like huge conversations yeah. with their four year olds. It's oh, different. That's, that's so interesting. So it's almost like that authority is not there, and that's what's yeah. needed in some cases for a sense of respect to be instilled in the in the kid. Right? That's yeah. so interesting. So it's like we're trying to get our, so. raise kids that are more emotionally intelligent, but maybe right. we're missing something in the sense of yeah. not having an authority figure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that sort of strict, like, just respect me because of who I am, not because I have to explain everything. Right. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is a, f- I, I, that's a fantastic question. I'd like to write an essay about it on right? my own. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so guys, when you're brainstorming stuff like this, um, a good idea is like, as soon as you brainstorm the cause, you just right away brainstorm the solution to that. Okay. So that's way, that way, like, the paragraphs are linked in your essay. It's very organized. So if that's one of the causes, what's the solution? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) I'd have to think about that for a second. I mean, maybe just making parents more aware of what creates respectful children. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so guys, um, and (laughs) just a little, a little, uh, insider trick here. If you're brainstorming solutions and you can't think of anything, just remember that education and government money will solve like everything IELTS gives you. I swear (laughs) to God, like those two things. So in this case, it's an education thing, right? Like parents should be required to take 
classes mm. when they have a baby. Like that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that that blanket solution though. That's really good. That this idea of education and and money from the government could, as a go to solution. If we yeah. just can't think of anything, we don't have to be that creative. There are some blanket exactly. solutions that work across the board, and these two mm. always do. I promise you. Yeah, like awesome. every problem. <laughs> that's such a trick. Um, that's that's an awesome trick. <laughs> So let's see. What's another cause? I think another cause is um, sort of the the hamstringing of teachers, like sort of tying Mm. teachers' hands behind their backs with so many rules. You know, Mm. I think in the past, Mm. teachers had more freedom to um, like punish students or address Mm -hmm. problems directly Mm -hmm. rather than filling out like three I don't know, paperwork forms and turning it into the office. And right, like, right. I don't know. Right, um, right. Like, I don't even think there's really detention anymore. It's, you know, like Seriously? teachers aren't paid to stay overtime for that. Uh, right. I Cause I remember for our parents' generation, for example, they'd tell us stories like they used to get hit with the ruler. Exactly. And now, oh, if God. a teacher hit a kid with a ruler, they'd be in jail. Oh my like, God. Seriously. Life. It's so strong. The rules against the teachers. Yeah. And of course, there's been issues of abuse and all kinds of things that are legitimately terrible that teachers should never do. But we've got to figure out a way to find that tricky balance between what's abuse and what's just like instilling discipline and Uh respect, creating respect. Yeah. Yeah, it's true because, you know, kids don't always understand um, the verbal reasons. Like sometimes you have to give them a pinch on the ear. And I'm not saying the teacher should do this, but it's just (laughs) this idea of the extremes, you know, like, I don't know, like a little a little slap on the hand maybe from a mom not a teacher but just a little slap on the hand will sort of do a lot more in one second than like a one hour lecture that the kid won't get I don't know so that's I think that's one of the problems but the solution to that could be I don't know, just more, more options for the teacher for discipline, not like mm. physical, <laughs> like discipline, but just more options, more, I don't know, detention, um, something to take away. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it comes back also to the education, a form of training, like a monthly training yeah. on how to diffuse situations professionally, but also with a level of respect towards the child, but also with a level of discipline. That's It's very clear it's not abuse, but it's also very much disciplining the kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So so education covered all the solutions there. Yeah. It often does, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, this is inter- a really interesting question, especially from some of our listeners. So we've been talking about this from our perspective, what's happening in the U.S., but what about our listeners from Japan or Korea? Maybe or maybe the same thing is happening, totally. but what if it's not so much in their school, you know, in their right. education system, right? How would we approach that if that's just not the case from what they see? That would be interesting. Yeah, guys, if this isn't actually a problem in your country, why? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and how would you yeah. write about this if yeah. you didn't have something to say? So that's, yeah, that would be really interesting if you guys want to leave, uh, leave us your ideas in the comment section of this yeah. episode. Hmm. Really interesting, really interesting question, right? Cause how cultural are these questions? Uh, yeah. I, Cause, you know, talking to some of my Saudi students and, Questions like this where today is very different from the past. In a lot of their systems, stuff today is not different. 
You know right, what I mean? Like right, stuff right. like education or family structure or tradition. These things have not changed for like hundreds of years. So like so, their, their answers to these questions are like, well, honestly, uh, nothing is different today. So yeah, yeah it's tough. So, so in that case, I guess we would go back to our, you know, making up ideas that we've always talked about, right? Jessica, if we don't have an answer in an essay, do we just go ahead and kind of make up ideas? We have to rely on our creativity. But, yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I think, I think our students are a lot more culturally aware mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. they give themselves credit for. Even if this mm. isn't a problem in your country, guys, you know, you mm-hmm. know that it's a problem yeah. here. Like, I yeah. don't want to hear like, oh, well, in my country, this doesn't exist. Well, I'm sorry, but like you watch movies and TV shows like you, you read the newspaper, <laughs> you know that it's a problem in other places. So just, uh-huh. you know, you could talk about that. That's fine. Yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. I wonder. Oh, anyways. So guys, <laughs> if you have a comment on this, let us know in IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com uh, episode. What episode is this? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What episode is this? Hold on. This is episode 255. Type in 255 in the search bar and leave us a comment. If you want to comment on this topic, whether or not it's happening in your country and how you might go about answering this essay, if it's not happening in your country. Yeah. And if you guys are already in our course, you guys could post something in the Facebook group and start a discussion with the other students in the course. And Lindsay and I comment in those discussions as well. So I think this would be really interesting thread in our course, guys. So I would love to see someone listen to this and and post your ideas about it. Absolutely. I love it. And if you're ready to get into the course, guys, and be able to join into that thread on the Facebook page, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and you can get in now. We'll admit you into the Facebook group right away and you can get rolling. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, cool. I can't wait for these discussions. I know. It really would be super interesting to hear what's going on in other countries regarding, you know, changing in, in kids' behavior. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So, All right. Let's finish it up. So thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. I'll see you next time. All right. Cool. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.